Support for this episode of Dungeons and Asians has been brought to you by HeroForge Custom Miniatures, an amazing company that's helping us design the miniatures that we want to see at our gaming table. Learn more about them at HeroForge.com. But uh, we have mimosas, we had fine cured meats, and now we just have good company. And uh, we're back with a, another episode of Dungeons and Asians, but this time, Agatha's here. I am. Welcome Agatha's back. back. Yes. Now, uh, last episode, Agatha I mean, got married. Yeah, Agatha got married in real life. Oh, really? Um, so <laughs> Agatha couldn't make it to the last recording because you will get married. This is a fact. This is a fact. Yeah. And so we had Kiana on in probably our most talked about episode. Oh, really? Yeah, like yeah. the Twitter, Ay. the Twitter just like blew up, Ay. and like shout out to Mia who did that that piece of art of it's Ming amazing. and the Empress. It looks so good. It's incredible, and it perfectly captures the tension of that episode. Oh my god, yeah. Um, so to to fill fill you in, Agatha, yes, on what happened me. Um, in the last episode of Dungeons and Asians, Dongfeng was hospitalized in the Imperial Infirmary. Okay, that's where Lead would not leave their side. Yeah, it was very cute. We we the best friends. Aww. It's very cute, and that actually goes with the new ability that you got too. And we'll go over that. All right. Um, while uh, Ning was invited to the court of the Empress Josha, true. And in the court, Josha had through a grand dinner with some some new NPCs that uh, you haven't encountered yet, at least in in your your part of the war. Also, to interrupt, she got an emissary to come hand deliver a note that said you are being summoned to the palace and in handwriting and very like <clears throat> delicate handwriting said bring an appetite wow yeah was that was first it, they was were this... what was it you said first they were hungry then they got thirsty yeah <laughs> wait, wait so is that was that what kiana said or was that what daniel said that's what i said yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was the all food all tension kiana episode. and i have literally planning this since august yeah. We've been like going back and forth. We were talking. We were at the critical role party at Gen Con talking about this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and it was great. But we, at this dinner, we were introduced to five new NPCs. Mm-hmm. Five new NPCs. They're in the show Bible on our OneNote. Um, they're the four dukes and the grand tutor of Xia. Oh. Okay. So the four dukes, we have Wei, who is the commandant of justice, played by Amar. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a bureaucrat who's the chief judicial, like he's the chief judicial minister mm-hmm. of the empress. So mm-hmm. talks about like imperial edicts and reforms, but mm-hmm. also represents the empress in uh, missions abroad. Then, he, sorry, there, if I may also, he is also getting a little too big for his britches. Yes, he is very ambitious. Oh, I see. And was trying to flex on the empress with uh, foreign food, mm-hmm. uh, but the empress was not having any of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's Yun, who's the minister of war and the father to Ning. Oh, yeah. your pops. Yeah, and his wife, um, Shun, uh, oversees the Shadow Sisters, who are basically the assassins. Your, your ma? <laughs> your, your, your ma. <laughs> I'm already getting, like, re-tensed up about this. Like, And oh they were God. all at this awkward dinner. <laughs> who, do you, who do you like more, your pops or your ma? I love both my parents equally and irrevocably. Unconditionally. All right, who's next? Uh, Then there's Chang, who is the Minister of Labor and Art. So who oversees, like, all imperial construction, monumental architecture, infrastructure, and, like, the provisioning of labor. Then there's Jin, the Grand Chancellor of Gold, who's quickly becoming my favorite NPC. 
So Jin oversees like the market system and like the the scales, controls the official scales, the mm-hmm. unit of measurement. Mm-hmm. But Jin actually is so extra, and they wear um, like golden bells on their shoes. And when mm. they walk around, everybody can hear them coming. Mm. Uh, then there was Min, who's the grand tutor of Xia. Min is has is like an honorary role given to somebody who's appointed to uh, by the empress or the emperor to teach the next ruler. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we had the most awkward dinner ever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say this at the time, but this dinner actually mirrors an experience that I had. No. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. So... Um, so, so my partner is upstairs, so she's never heard this story before, so she's going to hear it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a couple of years ago, um, just as, as my, my current partner and I started dating, um, my grandma tried to set me up for an arranged marriage. Really? Wow. Yeah. And like an arranged marriage or just like a let's have a look-see? Like she really wanted to like set me up with this one girl. Uh, so did you do it? Uh well, like, I couldn't say no to the dinner. No. And she basically... Did you know going in? Did, I, did I know going in? Yeah, that I, was I, an I did, and I yeah. was like, hey, I'm seeing someone. And my, my parents were like, just do it for your grandma. Yeah. So yeah. I had to go to this dinner, True. sit down. I, was sitting, I had to sit right next to her, mm-hmm. and then both of our families sat at the same table with us and just stared at us. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I tried to do in this episode. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you also like a grand drama protagonist? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happens to is them. It, is it with my current partner or a couple of years ago? It happened. I'm trying to remember when, but it happened. Mm. And I thought this would be the perfect time to make it awkward for Steve. Yeah. Also, Ning wasn't able to like clean herself up. She was like just off the road covered in like blood and stuff from like when they uh, killed that Magwe. And she oh. had to show up. Yeah. Why? Why? Summoned immediately. Yeah, no time. No time. You did have time. I said bring an appetite. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. And um, so during the dinner, we, we clearly saw that the Empress has interest in, in Ning and invited Ning to her private island. What? It's a small <laughs> island. It's a very small island at the center of the a lake that she has in her pal- palatial complex. Is this are, is this a Korean drama? Like, what's happening? <laughs> I'm really trying to channel Hearts of Wooling. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. No, um, and she has a small little island. It's where she enjoys tea, mm-hmm. but also where she gossips. Um, oh, I get it. Yeah, but it was just her and Ning on the island. They had to go by, by beautiful boat, and it basically... <laughs> Um, she gifted Ning with two vials of living water, so magical water. Mm. It's a weapon called Josha's Edge. And when Ning uncorks the bottle, the water comes out and forms a blade. But like you said, all of our magic kind of involves some sort of sentience in mm-hmm. Xia. And so this water speaks to Ning. Great. So we're going to learn more about that. It's going to be cool. Yep. It's going to be real cool. Wow. So Ning has these, these weapons of living water. So it's reusable, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah they, they go back in. Oh, okay. Got it. But there's two of them. Yes. So you, you, you're dual wielding. Yes. Oh, my God. Ning's always been dual wielding. Yeah, yeah. She has. Dual wielders are the best. <laughs> 
So we also, <laughs> in terms of like not in the store, we've also uh, we also learned one thing at the end of the last episode. Uh, another NPC was mentioned but not met. Uh, Panyan the historian, because Ning wanted to know more about what was going on, and the empress said that you should go meet the steward of the imperial library to seek answers. And that's kind of where we ended. Sweet. There was no smooching. What? Oh, but there was so much tension. Oh, all right. Did you catch a fly directly out of the air? I did. With your hand? With my bare hands. <laughs> oh and then I let God. it go. Episode's over. Let's go home. Episode's <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, wow. Way to go. Me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, our characters have also leveled up. Mm. So um, we've been working on these classes, the martial artist, the sky soldier, the Yosha. Do you want to start with the Yosha? Because Ning is now level two and we yeah. have some new abilities. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to recap, Yosha is supposed to be kind of like the, the knight errant, almost like if you've seen like one of those like wushu films, like they are like the protagonist kind of thing. Um, so Ning gets two abilities at level two. Uh, the first one is signature weapon. So if any y'all were back in like 3.5 with the Kensei and things like that, that was a really cool class. I really liked it. The idea of like attuning to a weapon and imbuing it with like magic and that was your signature weapon. Incomplete Warrior. Incomplete Warrior, yeah. Which I owned a hard copy of because I loved I do, it so I do much. Too. Yeah, yeah. I do too. The Order of the Bow Initiate is my favorite class in that one. Really? Yeah, I always played an archer. Okay. I, my favorite was Frenzy Berserker. It was not meant for, for players. It was meant for NPCs only. 100%. No, screw that. Uh, <laughs> When my when my character Frenzy Barbarian would rage and frenzied rage, they you just were can't die. They were stronger than a ancient gold dragon. They could just like arm wrestle it down. Uh, it's a broken system. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that's why we're on fifth edition that's now. We're on fifth edition. Uh, so signature weapon basically, as long as it's of high quality, up to the DM's discretion, that's your signature weapon. Um, any weapon, uh, if it's melee, can be considered finesse, which is really really cool. So you could have like a sword that generally wouldn't be. Um, used for very delicate kind of combat, and you can use it that way. Or if it's a weapon that's already finesse, you can then throw it 20 to 60 feet, mm. which is really, really cool. And so for Josha's Edge, I think the thing we settled on was instead of throwing it, it would actually extend out yeah. like a stream of water, like a chain. Yeah, exactly. And I really like that image. This is just waterbending, right? This is waterbending. It's waterbending, okay, cool. yeah. It's just like, I love oh, that because trail. you're a water... Yeah, okay. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Everything makes sense. Wow. Um... And the other thing that she gets is a ability we called Errant Ear, which is generally um, you can ask the DM for more information of the common folk, and you might get a rumor or something that might help you in whatever you're trying to achieve. Um, it's a very loosey-goosey type of ability, but I, I really liked it because I think it gives more, I guess, opportunities for the DM and the player to kind of world build and kind of explore whatever space they happen to be in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think if you were to, um, if we were to like system, systematize it even more, it could be like, um, one, whenever you enter a new location or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but right now we're, we're kind of experimenting the, um, we have level two for the martial artist now Mm -hmm. and Amar, you've taken on a new ability called iron body, Mm -hmm. which basically, um, you subject yourself to these exercises that harden your body tissue and allow you to withstand force and deliver damage without hurting your own body. And you've picked Iron Soul, uh, where you align your spirit, your form, and your breathing. Because we talked about breathing a lot um, to strengthen your body in the midst of battle. Mm-hmm. So you kind of take a moment to sit back, reflect, and like take a breath. And in doing so, you can regain hit points. Yeah. So it's kind of like second wind for the fighter. 
mm-hmm. uh, but it gives you less. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've essentially made it more on theme. Uh, we then have a new thing for the Sky Soldier. So the, the Sky Soldier gets one new ability that kind of reflects their divine origin. Yes. And I think with the thing with the, the Sky Soldier is that they slowly discover what their origin was. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, Dong Fong, we kind of talked about how Dong Fong was like kicked out of the Sky Court. Mm-hmm. But we don't know why. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Dong Fong really was. But at level two, you get something called reincarnation. Because the Sky Soldier exists as an entity with dual natures. That of their past and their present lives. Mm-hmm. And these might be contradictory or oppositional forces that are in actually um, like complementary. They, 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 they go together. Um, so the one that you picked was uh, wayward. So that was your past life. Mm-hmm. You um, in the narrative will sort out why you were a wayward God and how that contrasts against your new life of duty. And mm-hmm. that kind of matches the fact that Dong Feng is a soldier in this army. Um, and you get an ability at level two as a wayward, and you pled. And it's called um, what? What did I? What did I write on it on the bottom you right wrote, hand side? You just wrote reincarnation wayward oath dice. Oh yeah, oath dice. <laughs> uh, you basically can pledge to serve an individual or a cause, and this you do this at the beginning of every session rather than day in D anD. d And so it could be like I I pledge to serve Ning, or I pledge to serve with. Will lead because you two have like a bond, and then I think we put three times per day. You can basically add um, oath dice, uh, which is a d4, uh, to your uh, rolls to influence the person or mm-hmm. help them out. Mm-hmm. It's basically like having bless the spell. Mm-hmm. Bless, bless, bless. bless. <laughs> yeah. So, and how I'm thinking about it is that I now that I know that it exists for me every single session, I will at some point but it might not be at the beginning of the session yeah my it, whenever it kind of works out in the narrative yes yeah look for that like narrative trigger yes i'll jump on it like oh pledge <laughs> oh, i pledge allegiance too oh <laughs> uh, the mug wait would no wait <laughs> um so they're the bad guy <laughs> well i mean i'm the gm i'm neutral whoa chaotic neutral chaotic neutral oh you okay mm-hmm. that's right you, you've been doing some homework I've been listening to some podcasts. What have, what have you been listening to? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It's not that important. <laughs> but anyway. You learned you learn D&D with, with the, the dudes of the Adventure Zone. You started listening to Adventure Zone. Oh, yeah, I did. But they don't talk about that. No, they don't. Okay. They definitely don't. So, all right. I got the Oath Dice. They got Oath Dice. And you have the, those new dice those from AwesomeDice.com. They for sending us those metal dice. so good. They are awesome <laughs> they are awesome they make a lot of noise they're so heavy yeah and then they also sent me this set the set that i'm using because the set that steve gave me i love when i use it for level up gaming i consistently roll like six ones a session Plus. oh okay so <laughs> so these i thought i'd try these out I especially think I saw, at I think our table. Like tweet these and like, yeah they're, they're very pretty they're very yeah. pretty uh and they're pink with sparkles they're like pale with blue and pink streams going through them with sparkles pretty cool yeah they very cool they very much remind me of like the milky way kind of oh, almost yeah. like whitey kind yeah. of like pale and milky yeah. you could never have too many dice apparently but, not but let's get let's get back into the into the narrative when we last left off you know ning had just received i know news on some progress what you can do uh to learn more about the mogwai threat dong feng 
was in the infirmary recovering at a very, very fast rate. Because one of the things you said was Dong Feng heals faster. Oh, did I say that? I believe so. All right. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. You're, you're, you're basically supernatural. I am a shrimp. <laughs> do shrimps in real life heal faster? No. No, they don't. <laughs> Sorry, before we go, can we do lines and veils? Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Thank you for reminding me. I really appreciate that. Of course. No, thank you for being like acceptive and like very positive about this. Okay. So our lines are sexual assault and coercion, permanent injuries, violence against children, slavery, racism. Our veils are intense gore and sex. Can you go ahead and take the permanent injury one and just remove that from a line? I'm good now. Thank you. Done. Removed. We also have the X and O cards at our table. Every single player has an X and O card in front of them. Um, you should listen to our episode with Kiana to learn more about those. Uh, but let's now dive back into our uh, our narrative. Let's dive back into what we're going to do now. What What's going to happen next? Now that you know about Panyan the Historian, the Imperial Library, you ate... An amazing meal of jellyfish, mushrooms and gravy, oh my gosh. broccoli, carp, and we spent so long talking about food. We really did. Yeah, oh it, it was Dungeons and Dining. It was oh, it's oh. good. Reference. Amar, why are you on such a roll? First Dungeons and br- Asians, and now Dungeons and Dining. <laughs> it's a, if we, it's a pretty simple formula. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dungeons and a D word. Oh, all right, Dungeons and Daniels. Dungeons and Daniels. But if we do Dungeons and Dining, we could actually, when we go to a con, shoot a video of us at a restaurant. We could. Anyway, let's... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's go. We'll find Chinese food in Indianapolis. We can't talk about food anymore. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I want to start with uh, with Ning. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, her time with the Empress comes to a close. They they share an awkward moment. And I think they, they leave cordially with that that's still kind of electricity kind of flowing through her at least. How do they part ways? Is there like a hug? Is there a touch? Do you hug the Empress? Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? What yeah. is what kind of question is that? No, no. She bows very, very deeply several times, walks away backwards, um, then gets on the on her like little robo with a servant, goes back through the palace, is escorted out of the palace, and the doors close behind her. And as the servant's going by, as the servant is on the rowboat with him, the servant says, So what happened on the island? She remains absolutely stone cold silent and doesn't even look at the servant. You just kind of look looking down. Still got your Ganassi blush, whatever it looks say, like yeah. on you. She uh, she takes off that horrible like robe. You were wearing it over your over your her stained armor. armor. She takes that off, hands it to the servant, and just doesn't speak to anyone. Ooh. And the servant goes, "It's always the same." Oh my god. Oh. What does that mean? I know. Yo. What's the servant's name? I gotta, <laughs> yeah, find them in gossip. <laughs> What's the tea? There's so much gossiping happening in the palace. Yo, There's I'm... a lot of gossiping happening. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. So you're back in the palace. Mm-hmm. Waleed, you're you're at the infirmary and Dong Feng begins to stir. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm sure there are like crumbs from all the different Rojamo sandwiches that you've eaten. Yeah, that was so sweet. And... Uh, what what's what's happening? How does Dong Feng kind of stir? Because your wound, you your your entire torso was pretty badly damaged. Yeah, and you've been like bandaged up. A lot of them don't even know how to really heal you. So it feels as though they just like kind of stuffed like 
herbs and all sorts of healing poultices all over you, just trying to see what works. Yeah, it smells nasty. It smells here. real nasty. Oh. <laughs> uh, especially because Valise is still dressed in, like, it's just covered in gore and blood. You didn't bother cleaning yourself? No. No, you, it, was, no it was super sweet because Valide, all Valide did was care for Dauphin. No, yeah. he, all he did was eat Rodin. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the episode. Yeah, there's all a right. lot of criticism coming from someone who's unconscious. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm allowed to criticize. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay. Uh, I think it's like. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so, as soon as Dung Fong uh, starts to stir. Oh, oh Dung Fong burps? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, as soon as Dung Fong starts to uh, stir, Waleed jumps up and calls out for like all the nurses, all the doctors to get him to here immediately. Mm. Uh, and then when you burp, he just kind of says, uh, I think they're okay. Whoa! Yeah, so all around you, you're in this infirmary. There were like wounded soldiers there, and there's just like a very smelly looking Walid. Crumbs, oh. crumbs in Walid's beard. Smelly looking and <laughs> smelly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I like sit up slowly. I'm kind of constrained by all these bandage thingamabobs, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey Walid, can you can you get that knot just behind my shoulder? Because I tied it behind my shoulder. For some reason. Uh, yeah, comes over and is like, uh, "Are you sure you you want that removed? I don't, a doctor. Yeah, my doc- chest is really itchy. Or healer, you... I guess. Sage, sage, sage. Yeah. yeah can you look? Can you just? Um, he he looks out. Nobody's coming immediately. So really turns back to Dong Fong and yeah, undoes the knot. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. And I just remove all the bandages and then all that. All the goop. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. Falls onto the bed. Ruining the well, dishes are already pretty ruined. Yeah, I think I actually lean out to smell one of them. I'm like, oh, this smells expensive. <laughs> Take some for for later. <laughs> I can't. It's used. <laughs> it's already been brewed. It's already been brewed. Yeah, uh, so it's it's got like that that smells like alcohol, mm. but also with like a hint of like that black licorice. So it's like fermented of some. Type yeah. Mm. So the doctors kind of look to you and they say, "Impossible! You can't already be better." Don't worry. Of a shrimp. I don't think I say that. I'm just no, like, no. No, no, thank, thank you, kind sage. They kind of look and they say, how could your your wounds? Uh, do you want to look at it for research? I mean, they say that your wounds would have, would have killed a, a, a normal human. Yeah, I know. But I'm not. <laughs> they say, clearly... They say, well, we would, we would love to, to study you more, but um, I feel like that would be inappropriate. Not while I'm alive? I understand. I, you said it. I understand. While you're having this conversation, Valid comes over and kind of pokes at a place where there was a wound there to kind of be like, whoa. Yeah, I don't really feel in it. In the background. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, nothing there. And at this moment, you can, you can hear, like, um, the, the soldiers kind of saluting as Ming approaches. Mm. I guess the soldiers kind of approach. Is she is she's with the soldiers then? She's being yeah, escorted? Yeah, you're, you're being, well, I mean, th- there are soldiers here. Oh, I see, I see. Sorry, just to get a sense of this, it's uh, soldiers, some of them are, uh, of course, like being healed, um, but some of them are like standing guard. Yeah, kind of escorts. like MPs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess kind of. They Ning know just, who you are. Yeah, Ning just has authority. She can just walk in. Yeah, yeah of she course. just walks in to where she remembers Dung Fong's like bed was, mm. and then I guess Dung Fong is up and awake and moving. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sitting in the bed. I'm like stood up. Uh, There's doctors all around. Getting dressed again now that I've removed the poultices. Oh, so up and up and moving and like getting dressed. So Ning kind of like pushes doctors to the side and says, I'm fine, you're awake. Oh, yeah, uh, yes, boss. How do you feel? Great. Good. Good. Willie, how, how are you? Um, yeah, are you injured? The, I think most of this blood is theirs. Oh, no wonder it's a different color. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. What, what color was your blood? I think it's green. a green. It's a green. Like jade right. green. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Like a deep jadeite. Yeah. You're a Vulcan. Uh, I I think I like, mm. I like put a hand on your shoulder and then I just kind of like turn you around. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah you look fine. <laughs> <laughs> just like a quick examination. Yeah. Because you are much taller than me, so you can just do that like a, yeah! to a child. Oh, you just, <laughs> is that like, what it's like to be tall? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think just, gra- just grab Willie by the head and just... <laughs> no, no, no. Shoulder, shoulder. Okay. More respect. More respect. Yeah. <laughs> more respect for your pal. If you were a kid, <laughs> that's a different story. Uh, uh, Agatha was was asking me what it's like to be a tall person uh, <laughs> before we started recording. Why are you sharing this with the listeners? <laughs> we were, and I, told I, her I think the, most of the listeners know that Agatha is the shortest member of the cast. I told her about the law of the giants. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, so uh, so you look fine, uh, boss. You, you know, uh, mm, uh, Ning has some like a nice like the smell of fine food. But looks and like perfume, garbage. But still looks like garbage. Yeah. Yes. Uh, mm, uh, and I kind of like glance around at all the people around us, and I'm like, uh, uh, what's what's new, boss? So, uh, I had a meeting with the ministers and the empress, and it is very clear what we're to do next. So, mm. up next, we'll be determining how to investigate and deal with the jade tier. Uh, do we want to step away from uh, all these people, boss? Uh, yeah, so Ning, like, waves people away. I assume, like, people. Yeah, people just scatter. Yeah. They even drag one of the beds away. Yeah. <laughs> and the person on the bed is just like, <laughs> So she closes the curtains and things like that. She says, mm. yes. Jade's here. We're going to deal with it. Mm. Uh, the Empress has said that Penyan, the historian... We'll be able to get some more information, and we'll decide what to do once we interview them. Oh, Penyan, like the the, the smart, the smart, the smart, the smart guy. I don't know. I'm, if I'm Penyan a is, is a woman. The smart guy. She says, "I've never met her." Uh, gal. <laughs> but uh, she's a trusted advisor. We'll meet the first thing in the morning. Ah, wow. Who would have thunk? Is this kind of like a from a different world? Is this like um, uh, the character from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy who doesn't understand gender? You don't, you're, I guess, I don't remember what your uh, sort of specific history was behind your they, them pronouns, mm. like tongue fungs. But oh. is it that you actually just don't understand That's gender? a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Well, in, I like mean, humans either? <laughs> I mean, like technically in Chinese, like, or it, like Mandarin, it's like you don't, when you say it, it doesn't, there's no like gender distinction. It's only in written so it's always okay. ta, so that's kind of interesting. But anyway, uh, yeah, we could. I mean, I mean, I just—is it Drax? Like Drax? Yeah, I don't know. Drax is just confused by anything. Yes. Oh, true. yeah. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, is it is it because you just don't understand what gender is with humans? We seem to make a big deal of it, but you don't care. 
Um, I think that is an interesting thing. I'll think about it. Mm, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm curious about that. But yeah, let's let's. Yeah. We don't need to do it now. Uh, huh. Do Do you know, Pan Yen? Well, who doesn't? Many people, I would assume. Uh, Bleed in the background kind of slowly puts his hand up. <laughs> yes. I'm going to put you. I'm going to push your hand back down. <laughs> in either case, we'll be meeting with her tomorrow morning. First thing, rest. We can stay here if you want. We can. Nope. Uh, I would like to not stay here, boss. If I can. Fair. Let's let's clean ourselves up. We have a big day tomorrow. All right, to the barracks. To the barracks. Is that where you're going to stay? I feel like Ning's got a home. Well, but we're not Ning's family. That's yeah. true. So we're, are you going to go to the barracks or are you going to go to your home? I think she she has like part of her overall like expense account is uh, <laughs> an expense account. <laughs> I don't know. She, she has a budget. She has a budget for like uh, board and lodge. Yeah. Right? So whatever is reasonable, considering they're in the capital, that's where they're going to stay. Oh, you get free lodge in the capital. Mm. You're the daughter of, of one of the ministers. But you're not going to go home? No. She's on business. She's working. That's yeah, strange. Say, still on assignment, yeah. Yeah, she's working right, right now. Also, she might not want to talk to her dad right now. But you're going to sleep somewhere. Oh, actually, I think I wonder if I ask you this. In okay, yeah, 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 let's do that. So, uh, so boss, you going home? You're, you're still walking with us. N- no, I will not be going home. Uh, we're still working. Uh, uh, is, is your family not? In the temple right now? Hmm. They are, yes. Oh. Father and mother are here. We have a home here. Huh. But I will not be staying with them because we are on assignment. Uh. I I don't understand. Are are we we doing a mission in the evening? I. and, And Ning kind of like, kind of like doesn't know how to respond. And she just... Brushes off the question and says, we'll be staying at an inn and we'll be going to visit the historian first thing in the morning. I see. I see. I see. I see. Uh, we'll eat. <laughs> Sometimes family is complicated. We'll eat. I don't know anything about that. We'll eat. We'll eat. What? what, what, what? Uh, yo, you got some more of the, the, the meat buns? I'm going to uh... sling an arm around your shoulder. Uh, he sort of pats his uh, pockets and uh, goes, oh. I'm going to like shift you over a little bit away from from Ning. Mm-hmm. Does this boss not get along with her parents? Is there some kind of problem? Do we need to know of this in case they cause trouble for us? Do you want to try to perceive this? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let me, roll, yeah. let me roll some kind of check because this yeah. is Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah, <laughs> intro party uh, stuff. I'm making a perception check. And and can I also? Can you roll stealth? Oh, st- <laughs> stealthy. Um, what... but but I would like you to roll it with charisma. I think in this case, okay, or roll a charisma save because I feel like you're trying to do this socially rather than I with am. your dexterity. I am. Uh, what can I, what can Willie roll to find out whether he understands? The implications the of what Jung <laughs> I think that one's not a rule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sound. Oh, that's so heavy. Roll to get that question. Oh. Uh, 15 plus 2 is 17. What'd you get? Yeah, I got an 8. <laughs> you hear, you hear <laughs> yeah. shit. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, you think we are talking about getting some more yeah, of those meat Yeah, whatever. Dumplings. <laughs> Dumplings always hungry. Willie's always hungry. <laughs> it's true. 
Do you actually have meat buns on you? No, I don't. Oh, okay. No. The, the doctor was being kind and the sage was being kind and giving buns to Waleed. <sighs> but not to me. The real injured person. Anyway, all right. <laughs> Just trying to shove it in your mouth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I guess you would be really hungry, though. I'm You're so... You're probably starving. I'm so hungry. You can maybe get food on character. the way to the library. <laughs> what? Uh, when you said you're so hungry and, and tell me about your character. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so I'm asking you this question. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I don't necessarily want to go about meddling in anybody's private affairs. As long as the bags of gold keep clearing, I don't care. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say checks are clear. There's no checks in listen, this world. Listen, Boss's parents are big bosses they're, they're big in the city all right like if they're gonna cause problems for us that's that's bad news you know what i mean um they could like wreck things up if they're like oh we don't like you doing this kind of a job hmm. wreck things up as in we could die oh is what i'm saying oh okay um i don't want to die you know i'm not one for palace intrigues but that sounds bad i mean maybe maybe they're fine but she doesn't go home. That's weird. Okay. How do we find out more? And I like glancing over at Ning. So at this point, Ning has kind of done a very quick interview with the doctors to see kind of what notes they've taken and is going through them mm -hmm. to see if there's anything that's been revealed that maybe she doesn't want to get out. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they're pretty sanitary. Mm -hmm. They're very like, by the books, very academic. Me? Nothing. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So so clean. So, so good. So good. And Ning kind of reapproaches the group and says, mm. um, I know of a place. Ah. So let's get going. Unless uh. there's anything else you need to do here. Okay. I elbow you a lot. We'll lead. I'm sorry, what was it? I, uh, you elbow me. Yes. I elbow you. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I put, push you over towards boss and then I uh, walk first. Let's go. Walk first. Lead the way. Uh, 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 we'll lead uh, sort of stumbles and says, um, um, I have never stayed in a fine person's house for a night. Uh, would it be possible for us to stay at your place? I run back. <laughs> I'm just going to put my hand on your mouth. So Ning just has like, oh, I, you I, smell like garbage, Waleed. Let's I get have, you cleaned up. I have never stayed at a nice person's house before. <laughs> Beautiful. Mwah. Ning goes, you are both acting so strangely. Are you sure you're okay? We can stay another night here. No, we're good. Waleed just needs a bath, you know? He stinks so much he can't think. Yeah, of course. There'll be bathing facilities at the place we're staying. Yep, yep. Excellent. But if there's anything I should know about... Please let me know. Boss, is there anything we should know about? I believe, I believe I've told you everything you need to know. Uh, right. Let's make some time. Right. Right. So you're going to stay at a nice lodging, but appropriate to your budget. Yeah. Uh, this one has, has a nice bath. Ooh. Has like a... Communal bath? Sure. <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> sure. This this one can, this one can be attached to a, a beautiful communal bath. Nice. Um, one that kind of this is in the the inner ring of the uh, of the imperial city. Whoa! So it's real nice, and it kind of is in a raised position where it overlooks the rest of the city. 
So this is a real step up for Walid, who's kind of used to roughing it with his bandit friends and the... Uh... Oh, yeah, no tents. Yeah, right? Yeah, this, this is a real nice place. Yep. And they actually serve very, very fine foods. But the food here is so nice that it's served in really small portions. I hate this. Like very small portions. Yeah. Walid feels like he eats for hours and is still hungry. Oh, yeah, because it's just like one bite and a mousse-bouche. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm eating. I'm eating. I don't need to take a bath. I do need to take a bath, but I'm eating. You can eat in the bath. Uh, I bathe and eat. <laughs> like, like a shrimp. Like a shrimp. Like oh a my, shrimp. Oh, my God. <sighs> like, like the um, like the, the, the stewards of the place are actually just bringing meals to the bath, and there's just like the shrimp in the bath eating. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm a character in Spirited Away. Yeah, you totally are. I mean, you really are. I am. So the night is going gonna, is gonna to pass, mm-hmm. and you have a very, very comfortable night. I wonder if, like, Waleed just, like, starfishes on the bed. Oh, totally. This is the most comfortable big bed that he's been on, maybe in his life, actually. And Waleed smells very, very nice. Oh. oh yes. Yeah. Maybe your, Congrats. Maybe your beard is well, is well done, too. The bath, mm-hmm. maybe the attendants took care of you as well. Yep. Got a little spa treatment. Wow. Aw. Spa day, spa day. I feel like Waleed would be the kind of character to be like, oh, yeah, just put it on Ning's tab. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Hey, he's ringing up room service. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm imagining that they're doing. Like, like separate rooms and, like, maybe Waleed and, like, Dongfeng are sharing a room and they're just like, nah, put it, Put it on that room. Put it on that room. <laughs> yeah, that, that meat bun? Mm-hmm. Give me 20. <laughs> yeah, totally. I would like enough to make me pass out. <laughs> And uh, when you're checking out in the morning, uh, there is they have like the bill, and it's just a very long scroll, <laughs> and you just see it's all food and spa services. Yeah, it, it actually blows half of your budget. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> as a day or for the mission? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say like for the day. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, <laughs> you don't get to eat today, but she doesn't say that. Instead, she just kind of like glares at Walid. Well, like rolling up the parchment and like yeah. placing it in her pouch like well is ignoring that while he's like taking leftovers and putting them into his his backpack oh a hundo p i'm yeah. doing the same thing yeah he ordered enough to go to go yeah <laughs> as well you have a big sack oh my gosh <laughs> because eventually like a cartoon thief sack <laughs> on your shoulder yeah because because eventually ning will have to uh you know give this expense to uh the, the chancellor of gold yep so Ning kind of, as they're, as they're checking out and she has all her things, she looks back to the party and says, should we stop for breakfast? I can understand if you're still hungry. Oh, yes, please. Oh. Yep. We'll get it on the way. <laughs> so sad. Just glaring. <laughs> just, just like glaring So daggers. Steve is glaring at me and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to go on your way to the Imperial Library. The, the Imperial Library is still contained within the first ring. But I would just—is Ning gonna grab like breakfast that's cheap? Oh yeah, they grab like ah <sighs> mantel, mantel, <laughs> yeah, plain buns, plain buns here. Yeah, just plain buns, nothing inside of them. Yes, barely <laughs> sweet. Yeah, you, I think you I'm... make a point of pointing to the plain ones. Yep. Yeah, I think I do eat all the way to the middle just to make sure that there's nothing in there and there isn't. Just to check. Yeah. Where's the filling? <laughs> <laughs> and when you make it to the Imperial Library, it's just—it's a very grand building. Um, grand in size, but on the outside, it, there, there are no signs of excess. Like they haven't actually put any effort into making the building stand out. But when you enter, it's a completely different story. 
the building is two floors. It has a central sort of atrium, and the uh, the upper levels are only along the sides. Uh, rows and rows of scrolls and books. There is a heavy sovereign banner presence here. Now, when the sovereign banner uh, are seen, that means they're guarding something very, very important, like incredibly important. So the Imperial Library was originally an archive designed to house the literary treasures and the imperial records of the of the palace. Uh, but it later developed into a place where historians and diviners gathered to create a uh, document and then spread the cultural of Shah. Hmm. So under Josha, it's actually become a place where she collects information, but also uh, develops propaganda. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're actually greeted by the steward of library, Panyan, <gasps> the historian. Oh, now, snap. Panyan is uh, very short. She's probably like 5'3". She looks very, very young for her age. She's she's in her late 30s, but she looks like she's like 22. Oh, man. And she wears very simple robes, and she greets you um, flanked by two Sovereign Banner soldiers. She says, oh, oh, uh, C- Commander Ning. W- welcome to the library. What brings you here? Thank you. I, We're looking for very specific information, and time is of the essence. Uh, she says, okay, like, how, how can I help you? She, she waves off the soldiers, and as she waves off the soldiers, she flags down some of her assistants who come in, and, and they're here ready to take notes. Yeah. So Ning is, is standing uh, feet shoulder-width apart, her hands uh, held behind her back, very proud chest, and she says, something has fallen out of the sky, and we need information as to what it is and how to address it appropriately. Uh, she says, uh, "Yes, we we we. I did hear about the uh, what 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 had happened to Jingde. Because we 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 were preparing a document on it. Oh, did you? I'd like to see that document. She 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 looks to her assistant and actually, could everybody roll perception, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so, so now there's like a hole in the table. <laughs> uh, so two, one, one, that one. What'd you get, Steve? Ten. Okay, so none of you hear this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually got a two, but that one. Yeah, but the um, but Penyon actually whispers to one of her assistants, "Keep an eye on that one." Oh, actually, uh, I got five. But same oh, yeah. thing. <laughs> same same yeah. thing. Uh, keep an eye on that one. And one of the assistants you can see is actually just like watching over you and writing notes. Oh, they, me? Yeah. Oh, but I don't from, notice this. No, they don't. But you don't notice. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm really shook by how short she is. <laughs> um, I was thinking about what to do with that uh, with that botch. And uh, maybe instead of noticing that, Waleed notices something distracting. Like oh, one yeah. Of the assistants is very attractive. Ooh, oh, yeah. Ooh, well, ooh, description, description. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Well, one of the assistants is very attractive. Um, she, she actually is, uh, <laughs> she's taller than Penyan. She's about 5'8". Uh, okay. She has a very slender form. She's wearing very modest robes, but you could tell that they're finely crafted, uh, you know, deserving of her position in the Imperial Library. Uh, her name is Shuang. 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 Does she have silky hair? <laughs> <laughs> She she doesn't have she has braided hair. Oh. It's it's neatly braided back so it doesn't get in the way. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, well, that is basically what Walid is going to be doing for and, the rest but, of this. But this one, she's actually, this is the one who's taking notes on Dong Fong. <laughs> oh, so what do you notice? What do you notice? But you know, Waleed's just looking at her, not yeah. what she's doing. Ah, yeah. too bad. Uh, I guess Waleed. It's I almost guess, like, it's, you know that like Instagram filter when it's like, yeah, and the hearts. It's just Waleed just like, and there's like a breeze that just like ruffles her braided hair? Question mark. Yeah, her braided hair. A little strand fall. There's like a little strand of her. Ah, bless. It's like. <laughs> uh, Walid quickly does like a like an armpit sniff check, trying to make it look like he's stretching or something. Still smells really good. Yeah, uh, and I guess his clothes, which were like bandits' clothes, have been thrown out. <laughs> oh yeah, they've they've been washed. Burnt. Oh no, no, no they're they're been, Yeah, I think they, they were thrown they were, out. By they then. were beyond cleaning, so we <laughs> so we incinerated them. <laughs> they have become a health hazard. Uh, so I guess he's dressed uh, in. You're wearing something nice I, because I'm sure Oops. that you were like. On the room service, you were like, I require a new tunic. <laughs> and then you wrote silk, <laughs> underline, underline, underline. <laughs> Gold trim, triple underline. Oh, my God. Okay, D- deal. Well, Leeds looking fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe still wearing bandit armor. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that, like, yeah. F- like a really nice silk, like, clothing. Yeah. And then bandit armor. <laughs> that looks, like, rough and, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So he looks kind of ridiculous, but he thinks he looks sharp. Oh, yeah, you, you, uh, so. this is the nicest clothing you've ever had, and this probably took up a big chunk of the budget. She's <laughs> like, buns, 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 buns. Silk. Triple golds. What? <laughs> so, yeah, well, he's tailored. <laughs> yeah, so he's just going to be distracted the rest of this. But Yeah, there's like, maybe there's a request to make sure that it looks good in the shoulders for Waleed's biceps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Waleed is definitely distracted by Shuang, and they're taking notes, and they're like, yeah, yes, uh, uh, pa- Panyan kind of looks to you and she says, yes, uh, follow me, Commander Ning. Uh, your associates can come. And she encourages, especially encourages Dong Fong. Your associates can come, please. Oh, okay. Ooh. I walk forward and I like stoop so that I'm less tall. Oh. She, and she that is of, the other law of the giants. She looks at you. She kind of stoop. whispers to herself. She's like, um, so can I just throw in a detail? So Shuang comes up right next to you to try to like observe you a bit more closely, and Walid inserts himself in the middle. You're right in the middle. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! So Shuang is like very Slide. short, standing next to like trying to be sneaky, and this is standing next to Dong Feng, like writing things down, like kind of like looking up into the side Wait, of the Shuang, corner. Shuang is not that short though. Wait, shorter than Dong Feng. Oh, true. <laughs> Dong Feng's yeah. taller than everyone. Yeah, Dong Feng is six something, I six seven. Know. Confirmed by the art. Don right. Fong is real tall. Yeah. <laughs> Very tall. Yeah. Very tall. That's canon now. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Dunami. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. And um, taking notes, and then Waleed's head just kind of goes, because <laughs> they're right in between like an anime character. Yeah. Would you, do you lean against the bookcase? Uh, well, we're walking right now. We're walking. So yeah. Waleed's just awkwardly walking between you two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with my face. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you smell Are we jostling each other? Oh, well, what do you think? Yo, what, what are you? So, whoa. <laughs> Uh yeah, really turns to Shuang. Uh, hello. Oh my god. She's kind of. She's kind of like. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm writing. I'm Waleed. Waleed. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna walk away and, a little she, bit. She actually like pushes your face out of the way so she can get a better <laughs> look <laughs> at Dong Fong. And I think at this point, Waleed, you could see that she's sketching Dong Fong. Whoa. Okay. Uh. So I come up uh to the other side of Shuang. So yeah, like on this side, Dong yeah. Fong's on this side. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not jostling and trying to get in between anymore, but mm. he's still, he's going to try. He's still trying. Oh, you want to draw me instead? Uh, I'm quite handsome. Good. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. That's gay. I've used that line before. Gay. It works all the time. <laughs> you want to draw me? <laughs> draw me like you're in one of your French women. Anyway. Yeah. And she's ignoring them. 
And I'm sure like the the entire time Wally's just like, hey, hey, have you seen my silk? Triple gold. <laughs> my beard is trimmed. Perfumed. Uh-huh. 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 And she kind of pokes Dong Fang. Uh... Ah. Hard exoskeleton. Now Dong Fang might have noticed. Yeah, I was going to say, how, how does Dong Fang r- respond? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know how fast my reflex is. Ah, zero. Okay, so I think... Yeah, I just kind of like, whoa. Huh? Oh, no, no, it's nothing, nothing, nothing. And she keeps walking. And she, she speeds up a little bit. I, I, I think I like almost want to speed up, but then I don't. And instead, I keep pace with what, what's her, what's her name? Pan Yan. Pan Yan. How do you spell? P A N Y A N. Pan. Pan Yan. Yan. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's actually uh, the name of uh, a friend of mine. China. She's yeah. an archaeologist who I worked with very closely there. She's super cool. Um, yeah, I I think I'm trying to keep pace with her, and I'm just like trying to observe her. Yeah, and the the entire time she's actually giving Ning a tour. Uh, has Ning ever been to? I'm sure Ning was educated in the library. Yeah, so she like she's been before, and this is like like she's been on this tour she knows exactly what's gonna happen next she's like like i don't need to see these statues of all the empresses and emperors yeah she even does like things where she like she completes penyan's sentence like wait really you do yeah because you're just like you want answers i want answers Mm -hmm, you're mm -hmm. very well educated too Mm -hmm. yeah and And she's like there are there are artifacts and cases there are like beautiful swords and she finally gets to um one case at the very far end of the library and she goes in and she pulls a uh, a very worn book mm. and uh, there's a re- there's a title on it it says the vanquisher and she, she kind of opens it up and she says ah yes you might have read this story when when you were uh when you were young about the shadow tigress kui remind me uh, the, the, a, a hero of legend who uh, imprisoned all of the Mogwai within the earth. And how how is this related? She says, well, in in the story, it's said that a a sign from the heavens will come and once again test humanity so that another vanquisher will arise. And Ning kind of like Takes a glance at Dong Fong to like she goes, read oh, their reaction. Interesting. And she's actually she started writing notes in the book. She Ooh. she just she's like oh she just did deface the book with her notes because she's so absorbed by you know newly found knowledge. Uh, I'm gonna ideas. look at what she's writing. Can I read? I don't remember if I can read. You tell me. Can you read? Uh, sure. She she's writing the date, and she's writing a when the the sky drop fell. She's like oh yes perhaps. It's like Cohen, this. This is this is it again. Again, this has happened before. Well, she, she says yes with the with the shadow tigress, the shadow tigress and her companions, the four nobles, the four nobles. What? Oh, ah, what? Uh, and I think, <laughs> Ooh, ah. yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I raise my hand. Ooh, ah, uh, what? What are the four nobles? Oh yes, well, uh, ma'am, look, ma'am. <laughs> No, it's it's okay. Just call me Penyan. Uh, uh, 
ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Ma- ma- ma'am. I'm like sweating. Ma'am. Ma'am. And then you, and then Amara, as you're watching Schwang, Schwang's like, ah, perspiration. God. <laughs> Takes a swab out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It, what? I, I'm looking at you, Willie. Like, what? Well, I, just, I think because have I you bought... smelled her hair. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> is that what you mime? Uh, I, I think yeah. You see me like yeah, just sort of behind her, trying trying to smell her hair. Uh... I botched it. I got a one. <laughs> Elite is super useless. In oh all no! Of this. In character, I'm just like I'm so uncomfortable with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. The story, the, the four nobles, the companions of the Shadow Tigress. The, the Azure Dragon, the Vermilion Bird, the White Tiger, the Black Turtle. Oh. And uh, do you know anything about four perils? Oh, for, for, for what? Dangers. Oh, for perils. Yes, yes, in the story, it says there's the, the Chaos Torrent... The gluttonous Tautier, the lady of forgetfulness, and the warmonger. Oh boy. Willie pops, uh, pipes up and says, Oh, Schwang, this sounds like a very interesting story. Would you like to tell it to me sometime? Schwang says, You can read the book. I can't read. Oh, she, uh, um, oh, well, and she, she pauses, she closes her notebook. But I would love to hear you read it. She kind of looks at you and she says, What's your name? Oh, I'm Walid. She says, Oh, well, the Waleed. hero of, where was that? Jingda? Jingda. <laughs> the hero of Jingda. She, she, she looks to, to Ning. She says, Hero of Jingda? Is this true? <laughs> is Walid going to mime something? <laughs> Every word of it is true. Oh. <laughs> with, with that look. <laughs> oh, I look at. I look at Ning, and I look at Waleed, and I look at Ning again. Uh, tell, tell and I her. nod. She goes, hero, you're a hero, and yet you can't read. Well, we must change that. Well, I, I don't like to make a big deal of it or anything like that. Uh, you know, we're all heroes in our own way. Uh, she says, well, w- perhaps we can teach you how to read. Can you teach me how to read? <laughs> Does she laugh or do you just Daniel laugh? <laughs> no, she's not laughing. This is Daniel laughing. <laughs> she says, well, well, <laughs> she says, well, I mean, per- perhaps. She says, you, you can come to the library anytime. Wonderful. I'll be here bright and early. Hands you a library card. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She looks and she says, yes, yes of course, but uh, I mean, we could always teach you how to read when your mission is complete. Yes, this mission that I'm on, it is very important that uh, I have to do. As the hero of, of Qingzhe, Sha, Sha needs you. Yes, Sha needs me. <laughs> so I have, oh, sorry, I just have a clarifying question. Yes. Because I I didn't roll very high on my perception, does that mean that I just don't notice at all? No, you didn't notice it initially. Now you've definitely noticed. Oh, I see. Oh. Uh. So as Ning has thrown Walid into what she perceives as the fire... <laughs> she has taken Dong Fong aside to Penyan. So you're separated now from this person. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and says, Penyan, the stories often focus on the four nobles and the four perils, and it's heroic and it, they defeat them, and everyone's happy. 
But from my recollection, they don't focus on this teardrop. Are there any writings about that? Uh, I mean, she says that uh, um, what the, the teardrop is made of, of what? Jade. Yes. She, said, she kind of looks to her assistant who's talking to Willie and, like, oh, yes, and begins taking notes again. Um, the, the assistant does. Yes, yeah. Schwong. And she goes, yes, yes. H- have you ever, well, I know you have, but have you ever encountered jade before? Have you ever seen it? Have you ever held it, wielded it? Yes. It's very hard. No, re- it's very brittle. In real life, actually, jade is harder than steel on the Mohs scale. I mean, Some I knew science. that, obviously. Science. <laughs> Shout out to the Ontario <laughs> Bio Blitz. Uh, <laughs> The science thing. He's wearing the T-shirt. That's true. That's a fact. The Terra Bioblitz is so fun. It's when citizen <laughs> scientists and real scientists, like I wouldn't say academic scientists, gather and document the biodiversity of a region. Oh, that's so cool. It's really that's cool. Really it's cool. like families cool. come out. Oh, uh, yeah. That's exciting. Dope. It's it's pretty sweet. Um, anyways, uh, she says yes. Um, so I say that is very brittle. What is she? She said, uh, "Well, it's 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 very hard. You can grind it, but." The jade can be made into a powerful weapon, and it would take a powerful weapon to destroy a, a piece of this size. She said, usually with afflictions, it's best to destroy the source. She says, do you, do you remember much of the story? Remind me. And she's like, <laughs> she's like repeated herself now. She says, well, these heroes, the four nobles, they were, they were just, like, just like us. They, they were... They weren't animals. They they were humans. Were they reincarnations of well? In the story, it said that they embodied the essence of these mythical beasts. Oh, I see. Did they ever exist? The beasts themselves? Yes, yes. At one point. Oh, oh, wait. She says, "Please follow me," and she begins running off. I yeah she run. she runs off to another shelf on the second floor she there's like a spiral staircase and she just runs charges up of it and pulls out another volume and this one has um it's a oop, hit my mic it's a scroll and she unrolls it she unfurls it over like a large table uh-huh and it's a map of all of Sha oh good yeah so Ning and Dongfang are there is well lead like pretty much safe you good. Uh, I, I'd imagine Shuang would come up, and so I oh, yeah. would follow you, too. Okay, okay. Follow her. I love follow I love her. her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and as they, they go upstairs, um, Shuang actually leans over to you, Walid. Mm. She leans in, and she's like, that says Xia, Kingdom of Mist. Uh, Walid looks really absorbed and, you know, like nods his head. Wide-eyed. Oh, wide-eyed, yeah. Yeah, can Walid actually read? Um, I think the way we discussed it, like he can do very basics. Like he can he can okay. like write numbers, he can read numbers and stuff, and he can pick out like, oh, that says in, and that says meat. Like he can do like a menu, yeah. but he can't read to like he can't be reading books. I don't yeah. think. But you know where shot is. It. You know where yeah. shot. You know where <laughs> shot looks like. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Just, oops. Yeah, I mean, Walid has an intelligence of yeah, ten. So the he's average. average. So he's not an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but he is definitely. But when he when he's in the love, <laughs> he's letting her talk to him like this. Yeah, he's like, "How do you pronounce that? Where does the 
Tongo. Yes, exactly. That's totally what he says. And so. Shia. 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 She. Shia. Shia. Slowly. And he's just like staring at Shuang's lips the whole time. Shia. Shia. This is so good. It's so awkward and good. <laughs> this is just happening in the background. What is Dong Fong? Just Dong I get the space. She's just like, oh, fuck. I know. I, so I think I turn around to like be like, oh, what? And I turn back around. Yeah. <laughs> Ning has, you know, Ning has no time for this. We're, we're on the map. Uh, yeah. And Penya's like, oh, Shuang, please take your conversation elsewhere. <laughs> and Shuang says, oh. And she she walks away. Oh no! Uh, Walid is torn between staying with his comrades or following. Shuang. What do you want to do? Uh, is that a role I could do for this? Oh my gosh! Uh, I mean, this was I Hearts of Wulin. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> what what move would this be in Hearts of Wulin? Uh, well, actually, maybe it's not that intense. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> it's been a while so, since so, I worked. So, on. what what did you could roll? I mean, like this is more of like your nature. Torn. No, what? <laughs> um, I mean. It, I, you oh you know what you could do you roll me pull? a charisma saving throw okay that's yeah I think that works oh my for God. me <laughs> negative one your charisma is negative one nice. what, what'd you get six six five uh, I, I feel like in this case you would really want to be with Schwong yeah I do okay so I, well, I follow well, <laughs> yeah I follow Schwong out of the out of the room whispering Sha 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 and it kind of fades into the distance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's going to give you a tour of the library and oh, kind of yeah. try to teach you how to pronounce things. Now, Penyan, back to Penyan. She's like, I'm, I'm so sorry for Shuang. She's so new. Think nothing of it. What were you going to show us? She says, yes, look. She says, in the text, in the ancient texts, there has been mention of four nobles, but, but, but never as these mythical beasts. These four nobles were... Are plants oh she's but i just thought that the the four nobles of of mythology are associated with the cardinal points with the with the north south east and west and 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 those are the homes of these mythical beasts oh oh uh mm, great please please continue where is which (laughs) she says well she says there's the the golden chrysanthemum of the south that's the vermilion bird. Uh, the, the mountain orchid of the east, the azure dragon. Uh, the, the snow plum of the north, the black turtle. And the oasis bamboo of the west, the white tiger. Just, but, I mean, with this jade drop, this, I guess these, these must be real then. They must be. So, and yet in the stories, do more... Teardrops fall. Uh, well, maybe I, we don't. We don't know. Like, the heroes always prevail in the stories. Uh, do they do something with these plants? They like find them and eat them or something? Well, I, that that I don't know of. I've never seen these plants. It's it. It said that they're very very difficult to get. And I mean, if you could get them and bring them back here, I would love to see them and study them. And you believe they're real? Well, as real as, as as real as any sort of story. I mean, all stories are drawn from something in reality, right? Show me on the map where they are 
most likely to be located? Which is the closest? Well, that would be the Southern Woods. Uh, but woods. they they say that's where the golden chrysanthemum is. But it's the the stories say that it's guarded by the shadow marquee. I'll need some texts on the shadow marquee immediately. Oh, waves at her uh, her other assistants, um, who, who begin to gather books. She says, uh, and in the she says, oh well, the in the east there's a there's a mountain Taishan. She said that at the. <sighs> At the top of Taishan, there's a shrine of the mountain petal. And that's where you, uh, I believe that they're stewards of the mountain orchid. If there is one there, they, it's said that they guard something. You know, they won't even allow the empire in there. Mm. Mm. Because they're so close to the gods. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you actually snicker? Yeah. She says, do you not respect the gods? Mm, no, I, I do. Man. Yeah. Describe the other plants. Well, she's the, the snow plum can is found in, well, right now one of the most dangerous parts of Xia in the north, in a town called Beijing. She says there, there's. It's said that near the town there's a there's an area where the clouds part for the sun. What is it, Beijing? Is that like the north way? City of the, okay, got it. Yeah, so North Pole. North Pole. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and um, she says that's where the snow plum is, but you'd have to find where the clouds part for the sun. Uh, and the last one is, well, she points to a part outside of Xia. She says, and I can actually just show you my map. Oh, <gasps> wait, Agatha, you've seen this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she she shows you, uh, ooh, come on, there we go. The desert, the wasteland beyond yeah. Shah's the borders. northwest. Yeah, oh, in the northwest, beyond the mountains. Huh? Map is map is subject to change. I don't like desert. And the map is on Twitter. The, the the map is on is on my Twitter, but I will post it on our Facebook. Wonderful. Cool. Yeah, for, for all to see. So head to facebook.com forward slash AZNS represent to see a map of our world. She says, yeah, uh, she says, but nobody goes in the wasteland anymore. Not not since, uh, well, not since the early Xia empresses. Um, pun scholar. Can, it, can, it, can everybody roll a history check? Oh, all right. <laughs> Except for Waleed. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's who's receiving a history lesson? Uh-huh. Can he roll a makeout check? Yes, roll a makeout check. <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd that even be? What is a history? Charisma, it's a charisma oh, right? Oh. Just bare charisma. Or it's a I... slate of hand. <laughs> no, <laughs> charisma. Uh, just like bare charisma. Yeah, okay. Bare. Like I have no proficiency bonus for that. What do I have there? That is a seventeen minus one sixteen. <laughs> so I rolled a one. It's not a natural one, but it's still a one. Okay. I rolled an eleven on history. Eleven on my, history. My intelligence is minus one. Now the uh, you remember this thing? This is this is something that's a part of. Well, your family would be very closely related to this. Um, the inaugural ruler of Xia, Shun Xia the Great. Well, they had this amazing power of moving rivers. And the wasteland was once a beautiful, lush landscape. 
ruled over by a civilization known as the Lauran. <laughs> <laughs> and the old people. The old people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they're because they're ancient. No, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. And the uh you obviously those old people, man. Oh, those old people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is, is the connotation the old people rather than the ancient ones? Yes. No, it's the old okay. people. I mean, yeah. <laughs> going for that for jokes. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. multilingual jokes happening here. It's great. I know. <laughs> and the. Well, um, Shinsha took all the water from their land and destroyed their civilization. Oof. Well, that's unfortunate for them. This has been very enlightening. I guess we're, I guess we're going on a uh, a walk, as it were. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and we will gather all of your books in the atrium downstairs for you. Excellent, and we'll need one of your attendants. You may take Shuang. Uh, it, did you um, take her in because she likes to sketch? Shuang comes from a family of explorers. And but Shuang has not been outside the walls of Chang'an. I see. And her task is to draw those that are outside of the walls of Chang'an. Yes, Shuang comes from a family of explorers who illustrate the wonders of Xia. And am I one of those wonders, Pan Scholar? Well, I mean, of course you are. You are one of the heroes of Jingde, right? No one else has been sketched so far. Schwang! Uh, I, I think I would like to take one step closer. She kind of looks and she says, she looks at you. And what, what are you going to, like an aggressive step forward? Uh, maybe. An assertive step? An forward? assertive step, but I'm I'm not like towering over. Okay. Right? I'm still like half stooped. <laughs> half stooped. She kind of looks to you and she says, I would, but I would like to look her in the eyes, which is not super respectful. Yeah, you look her in the eyes, she looks right back at you. And it's like her demeanor completely changes, mm-hmm. and you can actually hear like the, like what's your what's your passive perception? Passive women. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen. Amara oh, doesn't count right now because we're gonna get back to Amara. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I was gonna say, okay. You can hear the sword, the sound of sh- swords being drawn from their sheaths, and she kind of looks to you and she says, "We have never seen one like you. I'd like to continue." Learning more about you and your people. I've never seen people like you before. This is now Ning. This is a place of peace. And we would like to know more about your friend. I'd mm. be happy to comply. However, tell Schwan that all of their notes, all of the drawings go through me first. Oh, it doesn't matter because they'll just go to the Empress. Either through you or Punt Scholar here. And I stand up, and I start walking out. Boom. Whoa. Just walk right out. Yeah, that's balling. And as you walk downstairs, Waleed's like, you see Waleed making his move on Schwang. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, so, um, yeah, as, as they've been kind of wandering through the library or whatever, <clears throat> Balit has been kind of like started bit like tapping uh, Shuang on the shoulder and being like, oh, what's that? And then eventually just kind of put the arm around the shoulder. Yeah. Over time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He's, nice. He's, he's bold. He's got a charisma of negative one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. And I, I think at some point they end up in a, uh, what's a ridiculous room for a first kiss? <laughs> like, like. Oh, it's a the, the it's hall a, of it's armor. A, it's or... a hall of weapons. Yeah, hall of weapons. All the weapons of the of the different all the empresses. Oh, amazing! You know what? This is perfect because Walid will show off. He will show off his uh, eighteen arms. Uh, thing. <laughs> hey, you Wait, Walid eighteen has, arms. Walid has an ability. Sorry, I forgot to say. Walid has an yes. ability where it's called eighteen arms, and Walid's character, the martial artist, is the master of all. Has mastered all of the weapons of Shah. Yeah, so he's totally just going to be grabbing. You're grabbing the artifacts and using them. <laughs> oh my god! Well, just doing like like spitty sword forms and spinny, um, yeah, like pole arm forms with the priceless artifacts. Like with the priceless artifacts. artifacts. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, Shawan oh, looks Walid, please. horrified. Oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I think Walid has advancing his position with Shuang, but there's definitely not a makeout going on. Because <laughs> yeah. you hear Shuang going, oh, oh Waleed, please. I, I forgot to tell you what that sign read. <laughs> what, this side? And he like <laughs> stabs it with one of his... <laughs> that, it, the sign falls to the ground. It's a, And then as you two walk in, it, it says armaments of the Empress. Waleed's <laughs> standing there like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll step over it. I don't step on it. She goes, uh, Ning, please ha have Waleed stop. Yeah, she, she doesn't even look at Shuan. She just goes up to Waleed and just like gently grabs the weapon from his hands and puts it back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then all the like a whole squad of attendants come in and they begin cleaning everything. Yeah. And um, you can hear um, Panyan say, Shuang. Shuang kind of looks and Panyan's at the top of the balcony flanked by soldiers again. Says, pack your things. You're traveling with them. Willie has the biggest grin on his face at that news. Yeah, and I think that's where we should end. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> okay, so these are good. I like these. <laughs> so let's um, let's do our stars and wishes because I because I know we have a tight timeline today. Um, let's do our stars and wishes. Uh, Stars. Let's start with stars. Let's start with uh, start with Amar, who got a who got a love interest. Um, <clears throat> this is going to be very awkward. Um, but yeah, I I, I want to give my star to Steve for the glare that he kept giving <laughs> as Ning for all my nonsense. It's pretty good. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I, I, like I'm thinking about it, I can't stop laughing. It's pretty. It's pretty key. I don't know if that's a compliment or like a like a, a very subtle like sass. No, it's a compliment. That, okay. That's amazing. Agatha, what's your star? Uh, sorry, the, oh. the star there is just uh, that you just really Steve. do get your character. You get into your character, and the facial expressions at the table are always so wonderful. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Agatha. Um, I'm not sure. I I'm, I think I'm still like thinking about this. Oh, actually, my my story is to you, Daniel. Uh, I really like. I don't know if you were the one who came up with it, but so maybe this is a shared star. But I, I'm really digging the lore that you uh, have dispensed. Oh yeah, that's mm -hmm. from my my lot the locked DM section. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm gonna move that stuff over now. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll, if I can piggyback on that, what I've always really liked about your, uh, the way you've created the lore is everything has a sort of a positive aspect and a negative aspect. Like you, cool. you, you tend to look at when you create the world, it's not, oh, this is all good. So, you know, this is the library with the, which is the house of knowledge. And that's a good thing, but also where the propaganda is made that, you know, reinforces the social norms and so forth. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to move all that. I'm slowly going to move stuff from the DM section into the show Bible section mm-hmm. so that, you know, all of you can read it and reflect on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve, how about you? Before I do my start to echo that. I mean, my experience in being in, like, an, an Asian setting has just been, like, Oriental Adventures and, like, Legend of the Five Rings, like, Grokagon. So, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, that's okay. I shouldn't have said that. I know. Um, but this is really refreshing and very, like, novel for me. And I'm, I'm really enjoying kind of the stories that we're telling here. They are really kind of connecting with me. Um, I didn't mention before the Sky Soldier. I really like that class because, like, the story of reconnecting not with, like, a divine, like, god or something but connecting like with your past and that is where you get power from like that's like a really cool narrative and it's like it's it is the game the game is you connect with your past and you get power from that yeah like that's really cool yeah it's very asian um yeah my star well sorry sorry. oh my my actual star oh (laughs) my star goes to dongfang because i feel like dongfang is this really complex character Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. saw more complexity Mm -hmm. here the last thing that she said to uh they said to ning um just like the Empress will always mm-hmm. get it. That that was so cutting. Mm-hmm. And like I felt it. Oh, and that like, was really N- good. Ning mm-hmm. is going to feel that for a while. Like Ling- Ning will remember this. Ooh. Like that was really great. I love that. Mm-hmm. Just that one line. Oh. Yeah. It yeah. was good. That was definitely Don Juan lashing out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, because Don Juan can't lash out at Scholar Pan. <laughs> Absolutely. And like, no, it was great. I felt that. That was great. Yeah. I My, my star, I have two. Minus, first of all, to all of you, like, so one of the things that, like, a lot of GMs are like, don't split up the party. I'm like, I have confidence in splitting up the party because I know something interesting will happen. But I also know that you, like, we as a group can collectively weave all of those little side plots together. Mm-hmm. Like, Schwang and Wooly. Oh, my gosh, so good. <laughs> um, so innocent. <laughs> um, but But also, like, to all of you for, you know, contributing to the lore and, really making this into something really special also my second star is to steve for bringing mimosas yeah <laughs> star says star it's an easy star for for anyone if you're if you're playing D and you bring mimosas you get a star at the end you of your get session. a star always <laughs> triple star uh, so let's go to wishes the Lamar. lesson is bribery works mm. oh wishes wishes um <laughs> well i guess now that chuang is joining the party i'm really looking forward to how, see how that play out and i love the like this idea of the tension where walid is going gaga over this person but at the same time they're a spy it's so cool i want to see more of that play out cool more i don't i don't know if she's a spy more like a handler <laughs> sure whichever uh-huh. so so do you want chuang is actually the name of uh, i had is somebody that i know oh so the real life Penyan, whose name is Penyan, yeah. is a professor at Fudan University. Mm-hmm. She's an archaeobotanist. So I collaborated with her during like the years I was in like working in China. And one year, instead of having like a like a government official shadow me, she sent a grad student with me named Shuang, mm. who I became friends with. And Shuang was a grad student who um she was older than me, but she hadn't really like like had a lot of like life experience. Mm-hmm. And so we traveled around rural China together for like three months. 
And Chuang eventually got like a scholarship and came to Canada to spend Whoa. a year studying at UFD Mississauga. And so I got to show Chuang Canada as well. Uh-huh. Cool. It's really cool. cool story. Yeah. Um, and it's got nice uh, analogs to Chuang in the story. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Yes. Uh, what is the character of this Chuang, the one in the game? The one in the game? Is it like double Chuang or is it like frost Chuang? I don't. Oh, I like don't the even. Character. The written yeah. character. Yes. I don't even know. I haven't thought about that. Yet. Can it be double? <laughs> double. You want to be frost? Oh, like they're a spy. Well, yeah. Just you know, to be really on the nose with the naming. <laughs> <laughs> or if you prefer frost, we can also. No, we could do it. I'm fine with that. Cool. Yeah. We can add in all the characters and on the one note. Yeah, Mike. Oh, 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 that's fun. You can do that. You can go yeah. through and do that. Yeah. Okay, so we want more Schwang. And we'll lead. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, and they just love the inter-party, uh, intra-party tension there. I also like the the, diff- the the contrasting natures between Walid and Shuang and Ning and Josha. <laughs> I love that, to be honest. <laughs> um. Okay, Steve. Uh, what is your? I don't know why I wrote in this order. Steve, what is your wish? Uh, my wish is I want to maybe out of game talk about kind of which of these like we kind of have like four quests to go on mm-hmm. more or less yeah. deciding kind of like this is the one we're going to go to and just like committing to that so if we can just like chat about that afterwards yeah we can do that yeah, yeah. that's and an easy we, wish and then we could also work that into the narrative too mm-hmm. yeah absolutely because i feel like ning is like okay we have to go to this one first because it's to be the most pragmatic yeah okay agatha um i think my wish is to kind of like understand the system more in that I I'm having a little bit of a hard time with like agency yeah. in that I'm not really sure how it works. So I, I don't know what I can do. And I remember this very vividly from the fight scene, uh, battle, whatever, uh, where it was like, I wasn't sure what I could do that wasn't just fighting to yeah. resolve a problem. And same thing here. Like, I feel like, I want to keep going um, in terms of like, I want to find out more and I, but I don't know if I can do things in a supernatural way. Like, I don't know yeah, what so, so, I can do with that. I mean, we, we can, we'll work on that more. One of the things that I think makes D and D a lot different from like PBTA games yeah, is that with PBTA games, you're looking for those moves. You're looking for those sort of narrative triggers yeah. to do these moves. Yeah, exactly. And then once you hit those narrative triggers, you can do something. Yeah. That's so that's the instinct that I'm working yeah. off of. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of struggling in D and D. It's kind of the opposite. You can do whatever the fuck you want, which is in many ways what makes D&D a lot more difficult to learn than a PBTA game because PBTA is very prescriptive. It says, if this happens, roll this move. Um, But you have a lot of narrative freedom to the part of if this happens because moves are intentionally ambiguous, so you can use them in many different ways. Right. But in combat, if you want to say, I want to, you know, do a backflip and then slash them or I want to try to jump over them and do this... D and D allows us to to like find a way. It's like Jeff Goldblum. It's like the life uh <laughs> finds a way. Like the dice uh find a way to to help you with your narrative. So if you want to, in a supernatural way, resolve a conflict, you need to have an ability to do that. So if your character has a supernatural ability ability, like a spell like ability, then you could use that and we could so for instance, how can I be clearer? Well, okay. Okay, my question is like, for example, if there's another conflict for example like it how do i so for so you could you could engage in like you could actually engage in combat so physical conflict yeah you could try to 
Can I um, intimidate them into yeah, stopping? Yeah, you can intimidate them into stopping it. You could try to okay. uh, be more diplomatic. You can basically leverage those words, those skills, right? Intimidation. You can intimidate them in many different ways. Okay. Right. It's not like I don't. I, I want to brandish my blade, or if you want to literally be like. Or can I? Can I like try to persuade them to exactly, stop? Exactly. Exactly. So I'll just say that, and then I yeah, can and you roll, roll persuasion, and then oh, okay. the narrative, like like Amar did with the perception, you you own whatever dice roll. So Amar owned that that critical the the one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a nat one. It was a nat one, right? It was a nat one. Yeah. But for skills, it doesn't matter. But you own that two that you ultimately got mm-hmm. and made it a part of the narrative because Amar okay. failed a perception check. But decided that well, I want to then fixate on the assistant. Yeah, right. Like I, and that was a botch. And I want to. So, for instance, if you were intimidating somebody out of an encounter, and say you failed, what does a failure look like? Yeah. Perhaps they focus on attacking you. Right, right, right. So, so for example, uh, and this, I'm really trying to figure this out. So, like in that scene just now, if I were to say like, oh, I really want to convince, like, I don't know, like say Panya to like, um, to to tell me more in in a in a way that relates to me or what you know whatever yeah like can i say that and then roll is that how that works 100 you could be oh, like I hey see. i want to know more about myself because your origin is a mystery yeah okay. you can be like hey don't study me i don't know much about me maybe there are other there are others like me oh i see so tell, tell me okay. okay instead of instead of acting in the shadows like just be upfront with me and then you can make like an intimidation or a persuasion or or just like a flat out charisma if there's no skill that applies to it. Okay. Okay. So I need to say that I'm doing that. Yeah. And then do so instead it. of looking for the triggers, got it. Take initiative. It's kind of that's the kind of the opposite. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, because I've struggled with it. I think for a couple of episodes. Yeah, well, you're getting you're getting better, and it's like five E is like a if you've only played PPTA, like D and D is like a completely different beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very uh, not very. It, it's just like a different kind of mindset. So yes. now that I know, and I mean, even easier. this edition of D anD D is so different from the one that I know best, like three point five. Like they're completely different because right. three point five is there is a rule for everything. Right. And fifth edition is you could do whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But cool. they were also influenced in five E. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, from sort of the narrativist tradition and BBTA game. So like the idea yeah. of a one being a critical miss. So you actually, something bad happens if you roll a one rather than just you don't succeed, mm. um, which is kind of picked up from the BBTA games. And stuff They've too. also made it simpler, like the advantage-disadvantage system in 5th edition. Um, so when you're like, so for flanking in 5th edition, it's like you just have advantage over somebody. Before it used to be if you're flanking somebody, you attack their flat-footed AC and you had like three different armor classes. Mm, Whoa. I see. They had a regular AC, which is like one-on-one combat. They're facing you. They're your touch AC because spells don't really care about armor so they, as long as they could hit you. And then a flat-footed AC, which is just your armor without your dexterity. Um, I had a really good conversation with uh, Carlos and Serena from Rivals Waterdeep about this because they, they'd only played like 5th edition. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about like the differences. Right. Um, and I find that like 3.5, they're... If you if you can take the time to learn all the rules, there's a rule for everything. Um, so like there's no confusion really, but right. then you have to learn everything. Right. In fifth edition, as long as you're creative, there's a solution for everything in the mm. rules. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is why like when you were explaining the like the failing and then like leaning into that fail narratively, that like I was like, yeah, yes, I understand that. Yeah, that's because that's, that's the not PBTA the part, sort of. That's not the part that I was struggling with. It mm-hmm. was definitely with the narrative triggers for moves, starting things. and or vice versa which is like being like oh i'm gonna do this move 
and then yeah okay it's almost like like amar does it really well amar wants to do something and then we find out how we do it through the character sheet. right yeah 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 whereas i was just playing into what i wanted to do but i didn't realize that that was the moment where i'm like i'm also rolling Mm -hmm. i I wasn't sure if i could do that i think that was the question because that's kind of similar in a way actually to pbt as well Mm -hmm. and and we'll and we'll work on that that. okay um no that's good my wish is uh i don't know what my wish is i think my wish is for more drama Uh, but i want more you know what more drama well no okay i want more drama but between the three core members i don't i we've had some really good separate drama yeah but i really want the core members to come together for the next episode and work together all right mm-hmm. th- oh oh to work together oh yeah i think i think we're set up to resolve some fine stuff. not work together act together like ah. mm-hmm. there's stuff to unpack for willie there's stuff to unpack for ning with her family and like this like biting comment and there's mm-hmm. stuff to unpack for dung because dung just has they have like things they don't know mm-hmm. and like even that like accepting you don't know it Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're there yet. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's definitely stuff to unpack. I'm excited for it. All right. Mm. So, next time, Don't Fumble Punch will lead. Drama. <laughs> dra- drama. <laughs> You're just like, we're open up. I punch will lead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll. <laughs> exactly. We're going to roll off. Um, um, yeah, so, so we have our stars. We have our wishes. And I just want to do, like, another quick shout out to Hero Forge for, like, supporting Dungeons & Asians. We will use those minis. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. going to use them, and we're going to go all out when we use them, I think. Yeah. But if you have any... <laughs> we will, well, I, I mean, with terrain and stuff, I want to I do that. Cool. So that being said, if you have any questions about this episode's themes, like especially like the Asian themes we discussed, um, so the topics, the, the classes, because a lot of people are asking us about these, oh, yeah. um, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at AZNSrepresent. You can check out our map, which will be posted on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash AZNSrepresent. Once again, um, the Asians Represent and Dungeons & Asians, by extension, is part of the OneShot Podcast Network. If you head to oneshotpodcast.com, you can listen to a variety of amazing podcasts, like the Broadswords, because I want to pick a D&D show. Um, An all-woman actual play... um, that is D&D 5th edition and focuses on roleplay, narrative, and diversity at the gaming table. Uh, maybe in the future, we'll do a Dungeons and Asians collab or, or an overlap. But if you want to do a collab, if you're Toronto-based, hit us up. Mm-hmm. We had Kiana on. We're going to have Kiana on again because well, we love her. Over, we love her yeah. and by overwhelmingly popular demand. Mm-hmm. We'll have Kiana back. But that's it for this episode. I'm Daniel. I'm Amar. I'm Agatha. Uh, I'm Steve. And you've just listened to Asians Represent. Represent.